can we? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go, Gogs. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It is the third week of WWE Easter, everyone's favorite time of the year. And this week, we got to watch uh, Fighting with My Family, uh, the page-umentary about <laughs> everyone's favorite alt-goth girl in the ring, starring, honestly, a tremendous cast yeah, of fantastic people like, cast. as the family in this movie. A film, um, by, a film by Stephen Merchant, who's also in the movie for a little bit for a fun little cameo. Yeah. Um, he, plays full, Ned, he plays British Ned Flanders in the movie. Effectively. <laughs> um, yeah, but we'll, uh, we, will, we will get into the story of Paige. Yes, yes. So we'll turn um, those pages. Yeah, and we're minus Sean because he's uh, writing an essay about sucking his dad's dick. Yeah, he's off benching Scion TCs. Yeah. And then we had a backup, and the yeah, backup had... fell through. Yeah, yeah, we were going to have Kobe on. Um, and it's a shame because I really wanted either one of them on because they have this era of WWE. They know a little bit better than any of us because none of us were watching WWE at the time. So I, I kind of had a few questions about like the actual wrestling going on and how accurate it was for this movie because oh i i did some research on that okay great well, i like i like that selena vega was playing aj yeah Lee. that was fucking weird like why didn't they just like call her like i guess they were trying to say because i do know that is accurate that part is yeah but like just 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 name or something just, else just or name or some no something else or just don't have it to be selena vega like, have it just be yeah. some actress, like every other role they cast. Yeah, it was very distracting. I was like, wait a minute. Like, that's not... And I know, like, why they, you know, their WWE's fucking weird. Like, once they cut ties with you, it's like, you know, they're very fucking... They're not bringing weird. you back for the movie where you got squashed. They're fucking weird. They're weird people. That, that Vince... I, I, I actually, uh... I mean, we'll get into it a little bit later, but the, the part where... They they bring Paige up to the main roster. I swear to God, I thought Vince was going to show up, and I was like, oh, my God, this movie's going to be amazing. He's like, yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> if you fuck this up, it's yeah. back to Wales with you. Oh, my God. I was so hoping it was Vince, but it was just The Rock. I'll but... put you on the first boat back to Germany. Also, in real life, there's no way that that, that scene actually happened. Like, The, the Rock was the The Rock one, scene? Yeah, no, there's no way. Well, so here's the thing. Well, let's let's we'll get to there. Let's get um, into it. What did you all watch this week? Uh, Gogs. I watched three films. Oh my god! Yes. What I happened? Watched, I don't know. <laughs> your kids? Did, did, you, did you just like feed your kids alcohol? Are they constantly asleep? Uh, yeah, I watched. I watched three. I watched three. <laughs> Time films. to take Daddy's night night juice. Yeah, just here. Here's a whole bottle of melatonin and half a <laughs> bucket of chicken. Um, I I watched two things that I was familiar with. I rewatched Best in Show. Fred Willard is an uh, absolute triumph in that movie. I don't movie. know. I don't. In a movie full of really good performances, I honestly don't know if there's a better performance in that movie than Fred Willard. I would. I would. I would say the only performance better than him is the other announcer. Oh yeah, who who's gonna like just, play him? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because he, he just has to take everything, and I'm sure 99 percent of that was ad libbed. Yeah. Where he's just saying whatever comes into his head, and that guy, but, the other, the other announcer, he's in a Mighty Wind too. He plays uh, what's her name's husband with the the in, the the, uh, <laughs> the the uh, what do they call it? Uh, the dialysis company that he works for. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. 
I just love uh, um I, the, the 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 rep the back and forth between Fred Willard and another guy, and I, it gets me every time. I even know what's coming. It's There's the drop funny. line where Fred Willard makes some joke, and then the guy responds with, "Yes, I remember when you said that last year." Like, I'm like this poor guy has been through this so much. Every year he's got to deal with this. But like that movie is just wall to wall, just very funny. Just it's it's hilarious. But like Fred Willard, just the second he gets involved, it just it just cranks up to a whole other level. I, I mean, I like everybody in that movie, but I also like uh, Michael McKean and. Uh... The guy we were just talking about in Licorice Pizza, whose name I can uh, never remember. Um, John, John Michael Higgins? Yeah, that's his name. His, yes, his partner in that movie? Yeah, they're both hilarious in the Oh, they're amazing. Movie. They're so good. Like, um, yeah. Oh, he's so like, they go to the hotel, and he's like hammering nails into the walls. <laughs> yeah. so hang his like Japanese tapestries yeah, he's got, like, all, Doesn't he have like kimonos? No, they're like, how many? They're like, seven, you pack seven kimonos. We'll be here for 48 hours. <laughs> there, it's just, I, and then I forget what the gentleman's name is. He's also tremendous in, in his brief scene. Um, Larry, is it Larry? It's not Larry Miller. Is it Larry I was Miller? just thinking about this scene. It is oh, yeah, Larry, Larry, Miller. Larry Miller with the, a, the, yeah. the dinner with, uh, and he keeps talking about how he fucked uh, Eugene Levy's wife, um, yeah, Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara, and like it, it's so fucking awkward. It's so. Oh, like, I love what, what if what if I would compliment keeps... your wife? Nice breasts. Oh, and his, the wife is just like, like thank, thank you, you. <laughs> thank you. Like, Wait, what was it just say something about your wife's full luscious breasts? <laughs> Eugene like, Levy is so good. Like, I don't, my favorite Eugene Levy performance at any of those movies is in Almighty Wind. Like, I fucking love him as that weird, like, autistic, like singer songwriter, folk singer. Yeah, he's I like, I would... watch. Like, I need to watch a Mighty Wind again. I that and so for your consider. I feel like I've seen, um. Best, Best in show. show, probably as many times as I've seen all those other movies combined. Because Best in Show is just so goddamn good. Oh, it's great. I think it's probably the most accessible of all of For them. For Your Consideration ends on such a dark note compared yeah. to like the rest of those movies. Like That movie is kind of sad and weird. Well, Mighty like... Wind's really joyous. Oh, I love it. And everyone one. loves Spinal. I mean, Spinal Tap, right? I, oh. I think a Mighty Wind might be the best one. Just because, I don't know, but I'm also like, I think the music's really good in it. Like, I, I don't know. I really like, I well, like Mighty Wind's a lot of fun because you get to see Spinal Tap be a different band. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just, I love Christopher Guest. Like, I think that guy's a genius. And I, all those got all the people that, that are in all of his movies are all great. Yeah, they're like a, it's just they're even like wonderful... the the like guys that play like little bit parts, like the guy, uh, the guy who played Enid's dad, who shows up in all of his movies, but he's always got like a smaller role. That guy's like, oh yeah, yeah. He's like he was like George Costanza's fiance's dad. Yes, whatever. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's really good. I don't know his name either, but like he's in all the Christopher Guest movies. Like in the Mighty Wind, he plays like the guy that's trying to put it all together, like after the the dad dies or whatever, but. Yeah, yeah I, love Christopher Guest. Big ups to Christopher Guest. Wonderful, just, I just I love Isn't that. Isn't he movie, married so. to your uh, Jamie Lee? Jamie Curtis? Lee Curtis, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's just living my dream. Yeah. So, and um, he's a, he's a huge uh, a huge supporter of breaking down the British like lord system because oh, he's like yeah. a British, he's like a fifth generation British lord or something. I was gonna say yeah, yeah, I've heard that. And like, he uh, he's like a big proponent of abolishing that system. Yeah, God bless he, him. He rocks. He's really he cool. Rules. Yeah. Um, the other film I watched was uh, 
Roddy Piper's equivalent answer to Best in Show, Hell Comes to Frogtown. Oh, hell yeah. Um, just, you know. we were talking about it last week. <laughs> just a classic banger. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's a fun movie to revisit. It's just so. The movie rocks. It's the closest thing to a trauma movie that's not a trauma movie. Yeah. Um, I and, uh, it, we also, in that movie and then in uh, A Boy and His Dog, like the trope of like most bre- like breeding stock man or whatever like breeding the, the... stock man yeah it's just <laughs> it's just i don't know and, and, i don't know there's something so just earnest about roddy piper's performance in that movie i don't know i just love it it's fun to watch and then the third one and this might come as a shock to probably tj maybe alec call me by um, your name shock that you watch shock that you watched it the the shock that what I'm about to use this is the first time I've ever watched it. You watched Titan again. Oh, I watched uh, American Werewolf in London. Oh, it's a great movie, which I had never seen prior. I'm not surprised. It's it's a like a horror classic, but like it's like second tier horror classic. Does that it's... have a uh... the guy from oh, Gremlins? Wait, uh, did they remake that? Yes, they did. Uh, I'm thinking of the remake with uh, Thomas Everett Scott. Oh, God, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, this about. one has Billy Peltzer in it. Billy Peltzer was in Gremlins, right? Yeah. It's like the only thing I know him from. And this was made by John Landis, which is yes. wild. And um, the, the special effects in the movie. like The, the special the, effects are insane. The transformation scenes are so good. And like, I found out it's the same guy who did the special effects for The Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, uh, Rick Baker. Right? It was, you know, it it's a cool movie. Like, I dig it. Like, I see where, like, people, like, kind of hold it in high regard it at its oh, yeah. time like when that came out the effects that they were doing were were wild and like the story is an interesting take it was it's an interesting story it's much different than i expected it to be there's a lot less werewolf in it than you would think yeah and then it, it's it, it sparked a conversation what is the best werewolf movie because i can't really werewolves are like a big part of our like monster movie history but i can't think of a like a stellar werewolf. I can't name one. There's off the top not. Of my head. There's not a lot of good ones. I if like any. I really. like the Howling, which is a kind of a cool. Was movie. it actually good? I, I remember. It's not. It. It's not great, but I like it. It's kind of. They, they made like several. There was like four of those at least, right? Yeah. It, like the first one's pretty good. I mean, it's like kind of campy and like of its time, but it's a fun movie to watch. Um, Jack What's Nicholson's the one with Jack wolf? Nicholson? Yeah, oh, wolf. Was, wolf. Yeah. What's that? Did you ever see the the awful one with Anthony Hopkins and Benicio del Toro? I think it was just called oh, that, the that Wolf was, Man. That was that awful. was like a remake, wasn't it? Of like yeah. the it original was, Wolf it was Man. Kind of a remake of the Universal one, yeah. And that one's not very good either. The like original. Like, there's a there's a there's some werewolf movie that I keep seeing on Amazon that I want to watch. I think it's a comedy. It's got Sam Richardson in it. Okay, as the lead. Oh, it's called the, like uh, what's the title? It's got like a very, it's like he's like a cop in like a yeah. small town. Is it Wolf yeah. Cop? No, no, Wolf Cop. That's the best werewolf movie. Is Wolf Cop? I was, like, I, I actually, I landed on the conversation landed on Teen Wolf as it's the called, best like, werewolf. What the hell movie. is the movie you're talking about? Like, I wanted to watch that. It looked pretty. good. And I've seen it on Amazon a whole bunch. I just never get around to watching it. I think it's even on the Plex because I, I, I can't think of the title of it. But yeah, that looks. I heard that. I, was I keep really wanting good. to say Werewolves, but that's not it because that's yeah. that was the proposed sequel to what we, what do, we do in, do the, in shadows. the Shadows. Yeah, which, which turned into the TV show. I think. Like, I think if a lot they of those, did. Yeah. If they did end up making werewolves, that would be the best werewolf movie. Like oh, I can yeah. almost guarantee. I can almost guarantee. 
I think it's like the best. Their little, think, their little part in the What We Do in the Shadows movie was so fucking funny. Like, like, I think just like, like, fuck you. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> werewolves, not swearwolves. Swearwolves. <laughs> like, as evidenced by this conversation, right? I think it's kind of wild that werewolves as a thing have had so much longevity in our culture, but without having a really good film to tie it up to. I mean, people like those, uh, what was the movies with Kate Beckinsale, Underworld? Underworld, but that's a vampire movie. Yeah, there are but werewolves fight, in them, but they it's... They fight werewolves, though. That's, like, the whole The lichens. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But, like... It's a, it's a cooler concept than, I guess, you're, than it's easy to execute. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, like... I, I love Wolf Cop, though. Wolf Cop's great. I've never seen Wolf Cop. I'll have to give that Oh, one. my God. You've never seen Wolf uh, Cop? It is not that good. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, it's so good. When he's peeing... In the... <laughs> Come on. That movie's well... awesome. That's the, I watched. I watched those. Those are the movies I watched. I rewatched most of Frisky Dingo, hence my background. And I also watched the first episode of Moon Knight. And I am very here for this. This is looks really Oscar Isaac. Is he British? No, no. Wow, he's just got a great working British accent. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's American. I'm not. I well. I, I I'm just like so far. I'm one episode. De- I'm one episode deep, and I'm like. I like this. This, I mean, he, this I'm going to stick around with. Oscar Isaac's like t- t- top five actors right now. Probably he's like he's like, he probably he's one of the so best good. character. He's one of the best modern character actors we have. Oh, I agree with that. I feel I, like I, if he had another, like one more big, like big studio movie that was super popular, like he, everybody would consider him like as one of the best. Mm-hmm. But so far, he's only the only like big movies he's had was the Star Wars Star ones, Wars. which are very divisive. Yeah. But he's great. In he's uh, he's he's great in all three of those. Have you His seen... Poe is incredible. I wish yeah. they'd have done something with him, you know? Like, yeah. Did you ever see Ex Machina, Alec? I have not. He's, oh. real, he's very good in that. That's he's a, wonderful in what... That's like, a cool the part, movie. He's not in Dune that much, but when he's in oh, Dune, he's, good he's in stealing Dune. the scenes. Like, yeah, I've seen good. him. I've seen him in that with that fucking beard. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's great. Have either one of you seen Inside Llewellyn Davis, the Coen Brothers no. movie? That's very no. good. That was like his first big role. Like he, he's very good in that movie, and he sings and he plays guitar. It's, he's it's awesome. briefly in Drive, and he's really good in that. I forgot he was in Drive. It's funny you mentioned that. I was just watching something about Drive. Did you guys know that Nicholas Winding Refn is colorblind? That kind of makes sense. I does it? I think that's yeah. insane for how no, like. Like, like so, there was there was a kid I, we went to high school with who was colorblind, and he was like, a, we, yeah, I remember his art this, was wild because like yeah. he would throw colors together that were kind of like you would think were incongruous, and it made these really neat, interesting palettes. I did so that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I had no. Also, he wasn't supposed to direct Drive. Uh, so Drive was originally supposed to be Neil Marshall directing with. <clears throat> Hugh, oh. with Hugh Jackman as the Ryan Gosling character. What? That fell through. They hired Ryan Gosling and they didn't have a director and Ryan Gosling wanted to work with Nicholas Winding Refn because he saw all the Pusher movies and he's the one that brought him on the project to con- and convinced him to do the movie. Which I think Dude, it's kind of... I would see Neil Marshall's drive. I don't know, That'd be but... fucking a splatter fest. Also, like, it's kind of interesting like, um, that kind of uh, you know, you know how Baby Goose is like he has like three lines of dialogue in that whole movie. 
Yeah. Um, mostly that was done because they had to shoot the movie in like 12 days. So oh, like wow. most of the scenes are improvised in that movie. And a lot of that, his like stoicness was basically that like they weren't happy with the script. So they, they just chopped it to bits and they kind of made what they did. Just like, we're like, let's just go with it. Kind of well, interesting to me. Shout out to Cranston and Albert Brooks and Drive, both amazing performances. Even that's uh, all I watched. What's his name? Monster Face is really good in that too. Um, oh, um, uh, Mickey Rourke. No, yeah, other, other other Monster. One. Ron Fa- Perlman. Ron Perlman. Yeah. Yeah. He's shout shout out to Perlman. Beauty and the Beast. Anybody remember that show? Hell yeah! Oh my god! Oh, I used to watch it on on Maryland Public Television. <laughs> my grandmother fucking loved that's that exactly show. how i watched it too, oh my, my grandmother god she i feel like show. it was on like i feel like it was like saturday nights <laughs> yep you'd have golden girls and empty nest and then after that was like the pg-13 beauty and the beast show love. every time i every time i spent the night at nana's house that's what we watched it was yep. so funny yeah she fucking loved that show well, anyway that's anyway, all I watched, yeah. TJ. Uh, I watched one thing, and I watched it today. I was—I really wanted to watch. I have a couple of movies on my list to watch, but I just was busy uh, this weekend. Went to the Orioles game with Alec and Stacy. That was great. Um, and Which then, they won after we left. Yeah, they won after we left. Nobody could score a run for thirteen innings well, or whatever. Even they technically couldn't score it because they walked. They, they had a walk-in, walk-off, which I joked to you was going to happen before yeah. we left. <laughs> A walk. I've never heard of a walk in, walk off. But well, that's... I mean, they had a base bases loaded. They had the bases and... loaded, but they walked. I, I'm shocked they walked him. I mean, it's happening. Not on purpose. Yeah, he didn't do it on purpose. They beat the Yanks again today. Yeah, they beat yeah. them soundly today, which was nice. So they got five nothing, all in the eighth. That's yeah. Uh, Sean reposted this, but the Orioles, uh, whoever runs the Orioles social media, needs to get like a fucking extra donut tomorrow morning because he posted. Uh, Yankees lose a series to Baltimore and no Lakers in the playoffs. Tough times for New York Yankee fans. Which <laughs> is fucking hilarious. Like that gold star right there. Uh, and I bet you, I bet you if you go to the the tweet and look at all the replies oh, sure to it. Yeah. But her Yankee fans everywhere. Won't you win a title? Won't you yeah. win something? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Oh, it's early in the season. And if you don't follow <laughs> sports folks, it's because Yankee fans are fair weather fans that only like the good teams, and that's that's the joke, but it's very funny. Um, but anyway, I watched one movie. Um, it was a kind of uh, it showed up on the the uh, the things that rhymes with more in sites, and I thought the poster looked interesting. Uh, so I downloaded the movie. It's called Barbarians. It's a god-awful piece of shit. Nobody ever needs to watch it. Uh, the, <laughs> the basic premise of this movie is they have the most unlikable characters you can ever imagine argue with each other for an hour, and then the last half hour of the movie is a home invasion movie. But I don't care because they're so unlikable. I'm hoping that they all die. It's fucking awful. No one in the movie acts like a normal person. Like, I've... I don't understand, like, whoever wrote this movie, I don't think they've been around, like, people. Like, I think they were probably homeschooled till they were, like, 36 years old. Because, like, the characters, like, there's, I'll give you an example. So, um, uh, the guy, I don't know his real name, but he played Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones, and he's been in a bunch Oh, it's like you, Yon. Yeah, Yeah, I know you. or something. I mean, I like that guy. He he was in that Motley Crue movie that I thought was pretty funny. I gotta um, check that out. 
it's it's not great, but it's a fun watch. Like it's kind of a train wreck, but honestly, it was pretty entertaining. Does he play Nikki Six? Yeah, yeah. No, he plays I, Nick Mars. Or no, no, no. He plays Mick Mars. Uh, Nikki Six is played by some guy I've never Sebastian seen before. Sebastian Stan, right? No, he no. plays Tommy That's Lee. Tommy in Lee and the, oh, in the Tommy show, show. which me. is supposed to be good. You know, hey, the, God, the first few episodes are good, and then we just kind of fell off with it. It just, I don't know. Do you remember that Patton Oswald movie, The Fan, that was like yeah. kind of dark? So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Ri- that's written by the same guy that wrote Pam and Tommy. Oh, right on. And he that also was, that, he that, that fan movie was good. I liked it. He also wrote that uh, Tanya Harding movie that came out a couple. I Tanya mm. that came out a couple years ago. That was oh, that was Oscar, that was Oscar Oscar winner. Yeah, I, I liked that movie. I thought it was good. I never saw it. I heard it was very good. It's good. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. So Ramsey Bolton is in the movie. And so there's this scene where he's jogging, right? And he, uh, on his jog, he sees this, like, fox that got caught up in, like, a, a, a fucking barbed wire fence. And it's, like, gross because it's, like, dying and none anyway. So, like, he basically, like, attempts to take the barbed wire out. The thing freaks out. So then he freaks out and just runs away. But then, like, he goes back home and that same fox is just bleeding on his kitchen floor. And, like, everyone just kind of reacts to it like no person I've ever seen react to anything. Like, his wife is like, what the fuck is that? And then he literally goes, like, shoo, shoo, get out of here. The thing is, like, dead and bleeding on the floor. Like, well, I was like, oh, God. this is And this is, like, ten minutes into the movie. I'm like, oh, so this is what we're in for, huh? Um, it's really bad. It's, like, weird. Like, the movie is trying to make a statement about, like... Uh, fucking like gentrification because one of the the main characters is like this like i don't know this kind of millionaire type who's buying up this like like indigenous land or something but like the main plot is ramsey bolton and his wife and the dickhead millionaire and his wife like i don't know they have a dinner and they like argue and you find out ramsey bolton banged his wife and like it's fucking terrible and again like they argue for literally an hour and then the home invasion happens, and then that's the movie. It's fucking awful. Barbarian, stay uh, the hell away from it. It was mm. uh, god-awful. Uh, like, wasted. I, I, I wish I could have that hour and a half of my life back. Uh, it was very bad. Uh, Alec. Uh, I watched four things. Four hey, things? Um, let's get to it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one thing I know nobody's seen because it's just in theaters right now. It's uh, the new Sandra Bullock C. Tate's vehicle, The Lost City. I've heard. Oh, I saw the trailer I've heard for things that. about this. It's pretty good. It was yeah. fun. Like, we're talking about it when we're done. Like, there's nothing like special about the story or anything. Like, there's. Some artifact. Uh, well, so it's, Sandra, it's like an Sandra adventure Bullock, movie, right? Yeah, Sandra Bullock writes romance novels. Okay, wait, is it romancing the stone? I mean, kind of, I guess, maybe. Okay, but she writes romance novels. He and she, but with her her husband who died, they also used to like actually like go around the world and find, look for like archaeological sites and stuff. Like they were right he was a scholar and she just wrote romance novels kind of based on the stuff that was happening. Um, Channing Tatum is like the cover model. 
He's like a Fabio. He's like a Fabio, yeah. Yeah, he's like a Fabio. He's the cover model for like all her books. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last book that she writes has some kind of detail in it that evil Daniel Radcliffe thinks is a clue to something he's been hunting for. So he kidnaps her to help him decipher some ancient blah, blah, blah to find the treasure that he's looking for. And then Channing Tatum, who is a male model, travels around the world to rescue her from <laughs> this guy who kidnaps her. Like, the, pl- the the premise is fairly flimsy. It's not, like, it's cute enough. Right. But, like, the two of them are so goddamn charming. And, like, their chemistry, and I feel like both of them have good chemistry with, like, everyone. But then when you put them together, it's just like everything just clicks and it works. And it was really a lot of fun. I was, I was surprised how much I actually liked it. Um, it looked like just like a throwaway. Yeah, the trailer didn't do it any favors. Like the trailer yeah. looked kind of bland. It just looked like a, like a throwaway. Like they couldn't figure out like they made it. And then they're like, well, what do we do with this? Like, I don't know. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's dump yeah. it in, in April right before the summer movie season and kind of see what happens. But it's a lot of fun. Like, Channing Tatum is hilarious. Uh, Sandra Bullock, like, she's she's great. Like, she's so charming in everything she's in. She's really funny. Um, the two of them work really well together. And Daniel Radcliffe is, like, the evil, like, overarching British guy is so <laughs> good. It's insane. Like, what do you think of him as, like, nine-year-old Harry Potter and to what he's doing now with his career, like, between fucking horses and whatever that (laughs) show was, and now he's just trying to become, like, a megalomaniac in his movies and stuff, and he's doing weird stuff like Swiss Army Man. Yeah, Did you see Swiss Army Man, Alec? I never finished it. I watched, like, the first, like, three quarters of it, and then something happened, and I didn't finish it, and I just never went back to it. I liked what I saw, though. I liked it. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was really good. Um, it's a very interesting, it's a fucking wacky ass premise. You know, it's super dumb. But him and um, Plano, Plano, um, Paul Dano, Paul Dano, Paul Dano. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, the Lost City is good. It's it's okay. fun. Um, I would recommend it. Uh, watched. A movie I know me and Sean have referenced a lot. I don't know if you guys have seen it or seen it many times. The Replacements. Oh, yeah. That Johnny movie's a football movie? Johnny Falco. That was his name. Shane Falco. Shane, Shane, Falco. Shane Falco. I love that movie. That movie's a lot of fun. It's got oh, that movie's Hack- tremendous. Gene Hackman in it. Yeah, Gene Hackman. Yeah, Jimmy McGinty, the coach. Are they the uh, Washington... The Washington... They're the Washington Sentinels. Sentinels. Which... It's the so, Redskins should have been. It's a yeah. better name than what they stuck to. Yeah. I wonder if, actually, now that I think, I wonder if there was some kind of legal thing where they couldn't, because I know they had a bunch of names they were picking from, but I wonder if like the Sentinels might have been excluded because of the movie rights or something. Maybe. But that yeah. should have that like that would have been the best name for them. That's what they should have picked. Well, um, that, that 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 movie is loosely based off the '87 season, right, where the Washington went to yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Where they struck, they struck, which yeah. I didn't know. They struck, they striked. It's hard. Struck sounds doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah. They went on strike midway through the season and then resolved it 
midway through the season. So they started and ended the season with regular players, but had a stretch in the middle with replacement players, which I didn't know that. I started reading a little bit about the actual uh, thing. I I, I read that the, uh, the Washington football team didn't give any credit to the replacement players until uh, just a couple of years ago. They gave them all rings and stuff. Yeah, which is yeah for that season. Typical. They wouldn't. They typical made, classy Washington act. Like they it. wouldn't have made the playoffs if those replacement players hadn't won like three out of four games oh, yeah. or something like that. For then they made the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. Um, but that that movie's so much fun. Like it's a fucking blast. Everybody's so good at it. Face uh, face on love is for the fucking like offensive lineman with his with his gun. <laughs> it's so good. Um, Orlando Jones, like, what happened to that guy? He used to I be know, so right? funny. He used to be in everything. Too. He used to be in everything, and he was really funny. Like, it's I, I just don't understand what. Like, I don't know. Maybe just people didn't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, John. Who's Favreau the guy that plays the it. kicker? Oh, that's what's his name? Rice Hyphens. He was the lizard in uh, the lizard. Yeah. The, oh, the yeah. amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies. Uh, Doc Connors. Um, Rice Ivins or Ivins, I think his name is, mm-hmm. or Reese. Uh, John Favreau's in it. He plays like the lunatic SWAT team member. He's like he's like <laughs> Latimer from the program. Like he's just bonkers. He's absolutely jacked in that movie, and it is he, insane. He's a, he's a beast in that movie. Yeah, it's ridiculous how big he is. Um, really, nobody else of note. <laughs> But uh, I noticed this time it was filmed at uh, M&T Bank Stadium. Oh, no shit. Which I, I, I don't remember any, hearing anything about that or, like, anything about that at the time. But I was noted, like, because the, the Sentinels team's colors are, like, red, white, and blue. Or, like, red, white, and gold or something like that. Or, no, blue is part of it. Red, gold, and blue, maybe? But, I was like, I could see the seats in the background of the game. And I was like, that's not the same color blue. Right as their uniform. And I was like, the Ravens have purple seats that kind of look like that. And then there were some exterior shots of the stadium. I was like, Oh, that's, that's Evan bank stadium. They, uh, they only do then, sports movies in Baltimore, apparently, you know, between yeah. the Cam the Yard, I guess they were well, not, any, not anymore. Cause I think Baltimore started revoking all the tax breaks. They were given movies, which sound, which seems that's so true. stupid to me. Like you're bringing in, you're bringing in business. Yeah. Why would you do that? But I mean, I don't know. Um, there's a scene, like, the very first scene of the movie is Shane Falco scraping barnacles off of people's boats, like, that's his job. <laughs> and when he, like, gets out and gets, like, onto, like, the dock, it's, like, the the docks, like, at the Canton waterfront, because I could see some of the oh, buildings shit, there, and yeah. I'm like, that looks, that looks very familiar. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely a Baltimore. I looked it up, and, like, yeah, it's all in Baltimore. That some of, like, some of the football, some of, like, the close-up football scenes. They shot at some field down in like Glen Burnie. Oh no shit! That reminds me of the fucking what was it, Live Free or Die Hard, where they're like Washington D.C. and I'm like, that's Monument Street. Like I know exactly. Yeah, that's right. definitely <laughs> not right. Or that, but then also they were like, this is the Baltimore Bellway. I'm like, what part of the Bellway is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah. around this Bellway hundreds of times. Yeah, never seen that. Also, um, also that movie hilariously they got from like basically my house to Virginia in like. 25 minutes give or take it was just like uh these places are not close 
No. I think I don't. But you I know, think, I think it was like it, Langley too. It wasn't even. It was somewhere crazy. It was like what? <laughs> if I've learned anything, it's that like most of the world, and I honestly probably most of America too doesn't realize how big like America is, let alone That's just true. like yeah areas. Mm-hmm. I was reading a like I was I was reading a BuzzFeed thing about a guy who had like family from Britain in town, and they were planning like a trip for like two weeks, and they wanted to see like. Philadelphia, uh, Miami, Seattle, and he's yeah, like, you can't, you can't, it. you can't do all this. <laughs> like, you could, you might be able to get like one qu- one corner of the country in two weeks. You can't go. It's going to take you two weeks to go to Seattle. Sounds, like a, alone... sounds like a challenge. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be exhausting. It's like like Cannonball Run. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, watched for the first time. Saw the Notebook. Hell yeah! I've um, seen that. With Baby Goose and Rachel McAdams? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was a very sweet, heartfelt movie. Um, I I don't know if it's because I've never seen it before and it's been out so long. Like, people have, like, I think oversold it on how, like, I guess heartbreaking and emotional and how, like, it's, like, so deep and romantic. Like, I mean, it is. But I don't know if it's just the fact that it's been out for like almost twenty years now. Yeah. That like over time things just get bigger and bigger and bigger in people's minds. I think like I think at the a, time it was a big deal. I think like what it did and I think everything else is like aped off of that. It right? also started like who's the I think the guy that writes those books is Nicholas Sparks or something. And that was the yeah. first one of those books that came into a movie that was like a big deal. So like Gog said, a lot of a lot of stuff came after that, so that also amplifies the legend of that movie. And... Yeah, but like, I thought it was a very good movie. Like Nicholas or Nicholas, uh, Ryan Gosling's really good in it. Rachel McAdams is good in it. Uh, James Marsden's in it for a bit. He's good. Joan Allen is very good in it. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it, and like it's it's sweet and it's like heartfelt and it's sad. Um, the ending is like super sad. But overall, I really, I really enjoyed it. Like, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good, a good film. Had little tears running down my face oh, at the end. Look, you know, that's, that's a sign of a good movie. I have not seen. I saw it when it came out, but I, I don't remember. I might as well just say I've never seen it because it's been a very long time. Yeah, but, you know, if I haven't watched something within like a week, it's just gone. <laughs> Um, the last movie I watched, we just finished it about five minutes before the show started, was uh, Cedar Rapids. Oh. And that is, that is a Have you seen that before? Yeah. We, I know we've talked I about it. I haven't seen it in a long time, and I forgot some of the, like, most of the plot. I remember yeah. liking it. But man, that movie's really good. I love that movie, yeah. Like, and I feel like that movie's very slept on. Like, I don't hear anybody ever talk about Cedar Rapids, but it is so good. Uh, Ed Helms, like it's probably his best performance. I'm not a very big Ed Helms fan. Yeah, like he's fine. He's fine, but like I'm not. I, I don't know. He doesn't usually do it for me. But John like in C- this, he's really good. John C. Riley. John C. Riley is great. Uh, Anne Hache is great. Uh, what's her name? Who played maybe in Arrested Development has like a fun yeah. cameo. Ali uh, Catshaw. Ali Shawcat. Shawcat. Ali Shawcat. Yeah, 
She's like, oh, it's um, just something about letting her fuck her in the ass or something. She's like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, that's a, she's a prostitute. Right, right, right. And at first he doesn't realize it, but then he realizes it eventually. And they go out on a bender and he, like, smokes crack. Right. And at the end, after his friends save her from getting the shit kicked out of him, she comes with him and they drop her off. And he's like, I love you. She's like, I love you, too. You can fuck me in the butt if you want. That's it, yeah. And his friend's like, all right, we gotta go. We gotta get back to the hotel. He's like, I've heard of that. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It's, uh, the main, the main four, it's, it's Ed Helms, John C. Riley, Anne Heche, and Isaiah from The Wire. Yeah, um, I can't think of his name either. That guy, the guy that made Cedar Rapids, made a movie that, like, I feel like is a fever dream because I feel like I'm the only one that's ever seen it called Youth in Revolt. It's a it's a Michael Sarah movie. I remember uh, not like is that I, I remember he's not got like liking a, that movie. He's got, like, he's got, a, got like a mustache. mustache. Yeah. He does like a Tyler Durden thing. It's I kind of love that movie, but like it again, it's one of those movies I think four people saw. Yeah, I remember not liking it. I remember actually seeing it, but not uh, not liking it at all. The same director. I thought he made something else that I liked, but I guess not. Um, it's Isaiah Whitlock. Oh, okay. Junior is the guy from uh, the Wire that's in it. But there's like a whole bunch of Wire quotes that he says. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. From the Wire, but apparently, like they were in the script already, and they just happened to get him, and they were that's like, "Fuck it." <laughs> We're gonna, you're gonna be reading all these wire quotes. That's hilarious. Like, yeah. Oh, um. But yeah, I enjoyed it. People should, uh, if you haven't seen Cedar Rapids, which I would imagine is most people, you should check it out. Yeah, because it's a it's, pretty uh, small movie, and now it's like old and small. So you know what I mean, like. Uh, yeah, and it's only it's an hour and twenty six minutes. Um, which, which yeah, is, I've never seen it. I'll check it out. You should. You it's on. We watched it on Prime. You like. I feel like you would love it. I'll give it a look. It's great. It's it's really good. Steven Root's in it, like in a small part. Uh, yeah. Red Foreman is in it. It's really fun. It's really good. Um, yeah. I did not watch the most recent episode of Moon Knight. I might watch that in the morning because I got to watch that and catch up on that shit. Yeah. Um, I still need to watch it. All of it. <laughs> watch any of it. That's. And that's yeah. how the news goes. All right. That's the way the news <laughs> goes. Somersault jump. Oh, jump. Uh, all right. Uh, what happened in our feature presentation, Fighting With My Family, Gogs? You are introduced to the Knight family at a very young age. You get to meet a young Soraya Knight. Yeah, I thought And her answer. brother. Oh, shoot. Um, not Nick. Is it Nick? Zach. 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 Because his his wrestling name is Zodiac Zach. Also, I I spent the entire movie going, where do I know that guy from? He was the guy that wasn't Simon Pegg in Dunkirk. He was the other He looks like a young Simon Pegg, though, which is fun to see him play against Nick Frost. Yeah, yeah. But he was, remember the other pilot that wasn't Tom Hardy? mm -hmm. That was him. That's the same guy. So you you meet the the Knight family out of Norwich, England. Yeah, Norwich. And they are a a family of basically independent wrestlers. And the father is played by Nick Frost, 
and the mother is played by God damn it, I can never Lena Henley. Lena Lena Henley, thank you. Also, her in that like trashy haircut, like oh doing goodness. all kinds of things for me. Like and, honestly, like she's like above this movie. Like, <laughs> like her station, like she she shouldn't she shouldn't have been in this movie. Like she's better than this movie. Well, I'm gonna put it on Front Street. The entire family cast: this guy who plays Zach, Nick Frost, Florence Pugh, and right. Lena Headley. In this movie, they're they're excellent. They're yeah. super good. And Vince Vaughn playing a weird balance of I'll just say it right now, snarky and sincere. He's really good in it. Like, yeah, this in like movie, a dramatic role. This movie reminded me. I'm like, oh yeah, Vince Vaughn was really good. What happened to him? He's like not yeah. in stuff anymore. But he's I mean, yeah, he's made some weird choices. Yeah, yeah. Well, he went through a period like kind of post old school or like he was doing these like romantic comedy movies and well, like... he got real hot with like wedding crashers yeah. and the internship and there's one other that was basically the internship like I, I think it was him and owen wilson again yeah yeah he was yeah. in that fred claus yeah he was in true detective season two which is like one of the worst things ever made uh it's fucking awful there's the one about all the fam, like all the people going on vacation to fix their marriages. He was in like a string of like kind of. Oh yeah, he is in that movie. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that fucking movie. But that like movie, after, the only like, thing the funny kid, about like... that movie is the Hank Azaria uh, scene. Like was... he had dodgeball and old school and wedding crashers like back to back to back. I think yeah. he got Dane cooked. Frankly, I think he just kind of got too hot too fast. Well, the thing is too, like he wasn't like he didn't break on the scene as a comedic actor. He was like a serious actor, and then like yeah, like in like clay pigeons and shit, and like Jurassic Park two. Do you remember him in that? Yeah, he was cat, yeah, like. You were getting um, snarky Vince Vaughn. And he was good in, um, I mean, he was in Swingers and he's in Maid, both of those Love movies. him in Swingers. And, and, and Maid's really good, too. I never saw Maid. I need to see Maid. That's crazy. You need to see Maid. But anyway, um, so you're introduced to the Knight family and they work out of Norwich, England, and they just love, they love, wrestling is their whole bit. Yeah. And, and they, they put they on this small promotion. Wrestling match. All the wrestling in this movie is done really well. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll put that it's, out. It's, on. So it starts with Paige getting recruited for a children's wrestling match. To entertain the people at Norwich, England, um, you know, and she's taking bumps from her from her brother, who's dressed up like a lady, so it doesn't seem like it's a kid fighting like a boy Power fighting Ranger. Girl. Yeah, like he just, a... he's dressed up like the Pink Ranger. Yeah, and the good people of Norwich are very into it, and you know, and then we progress, and now we're it's sev- you know several years later. Uh, P- Paige Soraya is now I think she's nineteen, a sort of when this journey starts. Um, and the family's been like sending their tapes to WWE all the time, like hoping to get signed, hoping to get signed. And then, then Nick Frost is like calling them on the road, calling them up to, you know, hey, you got my kid's tape. Well, like he's getting blown off. He's all, you know, whatever about it. Like, he's really pushing for this. And it's almost kind of, it's, it's, it, in the end, it's, you know, it feels very toxic and manipulative. So I'm very interested to know where like Paige's headspace is about all this. Like if she thinks of this as a positive tale or not at the end of the day. Um. So then you find out that the brother. I think the movie thinks it's very positive. I don't. I think, think the movie thinks it's positive, yeah. but I don't know if it is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, on face value, I I don't know. It, it seems I don't, I thought it was pretty endearing. I don't know, but I see where you're coming from. So you get um, so Paige. I'm sorry. So Soraya. She's not Paige. Yes, Soraya and Zach are wrestling, and they finally get they their tape gets a WWE's like, hey, we're gonna be in. We're going to be in 
Liverpool or who gives a fuck knows where. And you come try out. So they go and they're going to get to try out for the WWE. And they get to meet The Rock in a very a very enjoyable scene with The Rock. He's just like magnetic as shit in this yeah, scene. Yeah, that scene. That scene is funny when he especially at the very end when he like he's wa- he walks away from their conversation like four times and the last time he like hits the wall but he turns around and he's like, "Yes." He's just very perky. Yes, Zach. Yeah. Um and he does the whole he does the whole attitude era rundown, which is lovely. Um and then you find out that Zach is not going to go He's not going to America, but Paige has been selected. So then Paige, it's sort of a so he so he's sitting there with his dream kind of broken. She's she's going, but you don't really know if it's her dream or the family's dream. And then she goes to NXT Developmental, and under the watchful eye of Coach Vince Vaughn, um, and she's there with a bunch of you know models and cheerleaders and she's kind of alt looking and she doesn't know how to fit in and she doesn't really know if she's committed to this and she you know it's it's a very it turns into like a high school movie for a minute yeah and with a lot with, of with a lot of training montages with a lot of training montages and some good wrestling bumps and it's cross cut with what i think is a more interesting movie about what's going on back in norwich with zach um then you know, it's Christmas time. They're getting a break, and Paige is starting to come into her own. May or no, she's not. She's she's like on she's the ready brink to, of quitting. She's ready to give up. Yeah. So she comes back to England, and she's like, "I'm gonna, I'm thinking about quitting." And they're going to do a show, and her family's been promoting the shit out. Like their family's put her family's heaping a ton of pressure on her. They're selling tickets to this local show because now WWE star Paige is coming, and then she's telling Zach, she's like, I think I want to quit. You can help me tell mom and dad. Then Zach does a squash match on her and beats the dick off her. Yeah. Uh, and then you get sort of what because I think it, is very... It, it's, I guess, I don't know if it's really, but like Zach was the one that was like the golden child, the one that always wanted to be a wrestler. Paige was the one that kind of got brought into it by him. So like by not him not achieving his dream and her getting what he wanted, like it, it, it and then And then wanting to reject it. It's basically, it's basically yeah. like the prodigal son. Yeah, and then you also find out right that their other half brother, who also got looked at by WWE and didn't get accepted, is in prison because he got into it. And whatever. So Zach's dealing with his bullshit. Paige just feels guilty about it. There's a really cool scene where Zach's like kind of he's got a kid on the way. He's real depressed. He doesn't drink and he starts drinking. He goes to a bar. He has this badass bar fight scene because the guy can clearly handle himself. Yeah. Um. So then, you know, Paige is sort of like, all right, I'm reinvigorated. I'm going to do this. She makes friends with the popular girls. She gets, you know, their things are going good. They get invited to WrestleMania. And then she gets pulled aside and say, hey, next week on Raw, you're going to get to go against, you're going to get a title shot. Not next AJ. week. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to get a title shot against AJ Lee, the current reigning Divas, Divas Championship with her little purple it's butterfly set, yeah. belt, which... Thank God they got rid of the Divas Championship. Well, I, they made it a women's championship with a yeah. real belt. I mean, they do make mention of this at the end credits that, like, Paige... And it's true. It's not just the, the writers for this movie. But, like, Paige was, like, a class above, like, the the typical Divas-style wrestler that they had in their division back then. But so they also they, made a point of, like, saying that in the movie. Like, she knew how to wrestle. She wasn't right. just, yeah. like... That's what I'm saying, yeah. But, like, that that era of, like, when they used to just have, like like, the bra and panty matches, and the whole, like, diva type. It's so, like, awful. Like, guys, I think you said it 
in the the text thread that it's like uh, uh, patronizing uh, feminism. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's awful and cringy. Like I don't know, wrestling is filled with a lot. Like of... they thought they were doing a good thing at the time, but they weren't. Yeah, they, it, like wrestling's filled with lots of like cringy moments, and like I'm not saying that they that WWE especially has ever handled women's wrestling like great. Like even they're doing better now, but it's still like I don't know, they still got a lot of work to do. But like that divas era back then, uh, wolf, <laughs> it's, it's not great. So then, so then Paige comes out and she has a she has a match against AJ Lee and AJ Lee talks shit and people are booing and it's like, will this will will they or won't they? I guess like will this work out? And then, well, Paige it, like freezes. She yeah, does. Yeah. She she panics, can't talk, can't respond. So AJ Lee carries her basically into. Into the into match, match, and then she kind of wakes up after. According to the movie, AJ Lee just like slaps the shit out of her to wake her up. So, so I don't know if that's accurate. So that is I never, true. I never saw that match. So, yeah. so let's, so let's, we'll talk about let's talk about this ends, and then we'll talk about that. So, so now Paige is, you know, she's not, she's not confident on the mic. She freezes up, like Alex said. She gets brought into the match, and then she's wrestling, which she is very good at, and she wins over the crowd, and she wins the match. And now she's the youngest Divas champion. I think probably still is the youngest women's champion in WWE history. Like, in actuality, yeah. she was 21 when it happened. And then, you know, it's like, then the family's all, everyone's happy. Everyone's won their dream. And Zach has kind of come around. His brother has gotten out of prison. He sort of said, listen, you've got, you know, there's, there's, there's more to this than getting cheered for. You know, at, at, yeah. I kind of skipped over, but like, there's a scene, there's some scenes where Zach's, getting in trouble over Christmas and Paige doesn't have all the pressure and the family sort of coalesces less around this sort of toxic, you know, we need you to make money and we just more, and it, it sort of evolves more and we just want you to be happy. Yeah. And, and then everyone sort of needs to find what makes them happy. And then you get sort of an uplifting ending where Zach is, you know, he's not the superstar, but he's making a huge difference in these kids' lives. He's teaching them how to wrestle. Paige is a superstar. The parents are just happy that all their kids are out of prison and doing are not doing dirty shit. Um, yeah. and then the very end of the movie happens where you get apparently clips of when they were filming of them as, you know, actually yeah. pages, the night family, which I kind of wanted that more I like that I documentary, wanted that documentary yeah. more than I wanted this. Um, so to Alec, to your point, I watched the AJ Lee page match right after this. And at that time they introduced page. So in the movie, they introduced page like from London, England or whatever page. And everybody's like, who's page? In actuality, she was the NXT Women's Champion. Yeah, she. At the time. Yeah, that's part. I did know that. Yeah, they they didn't. They kind of obviously it's a movie, so they got it. But she had like a pretty decent run in NXT, like, and then came up just like they usually do. Like, it's not like you just, especially now, like you don't just put new people on TV. Like she she was pretty established already, but that so doesn't she, make a that's not a, a good movie narrative. Yeah, but she comes into the ring, and people were, I think, excited to see her, actually. Like, true fans were, like, the NXT crowd was. And she was just saying, like, she actually said stuff on the mic. She, like, congratulated AJ Lee. She's like, I'm here to congratulate you. But then AJ Lee really did slap her in the face. That's how the match started. But the actual match was a complete squash. Like, AJ Lee beats on her for a little bit. She gets Paige into whatever her Rings of Saturn kind of move is. Octopus lock that she does or whatever, yeah. And then Paige broke out of it, did her, like, whatever, with the page turner, whatever that Russian leg sweep, whatever yeah. that move is. And that was it. She did one move, pinned her, 
was the champion. There was not really a match to be had. Yeah. Um, Back when the the Raw after WrestleMania actually was a big deal. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so there was like I thought that was like you know I thought it was interesting. I think I mean I mean we talk about some more, but like I I thought everyone's performance was really cool. I I but I really want like. I'm interested to see about like the rose colored glasses that were applied to this. I want to know how much was real and how much was, I mean, it seems like actually just looking on the clips they show with the credits, it seems like a lot of it was close to genuine. I feel like when you, you see the, uh, the real family, like they did a good job that like everybody, the acting in there, just from those short clips, like they're, they're doing a pretty good job duplicating these characters, like, or these real people, I should say as characters. I think one of one of the things I took away from this movie that I, I liked it I liked the movie a lot, but I thought that all the characters felt like real. Like I I thought they they did a good job. Like they all felt like a family, and like no, yeah. they, they, I guess like I, I've been so beaten down by like the last two movies where like people are like acting. What is that? Where it's like you actually have a cast of like actual actors, and like I don't know. It was like a rare treat. Like. Everybody did a really good job, and I believed like them as characters. Like I, I love Nick Frost normally. He was really he's just, good. He's really, really good in this. Like he's yeah. when they excellent. when they call when they call him to tell him that Paige is gonna that's so be funny <laughs> for the title the next night. Like, hey, this is this is the Rock. Piss off, just piss off. She's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> But then The Rock does like a whole promo, and he's like, "Ah, bollocks!" Hangs up the phone. Prove it. Prove it. Yeah. And I love when the end is like, goes, he's like, "I love what? you. I love you, Rock." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but I, even before that, like, he answers the phone like, "What cunt calls me during WrestleMania?" <laughs> Something like that. Um, but I, I thought. I thought all of the, the I thought that I think the acting carried the movie for me. Like I really I got caught up in the movie. Uh in a way I haven't in a while, but I think that's just because I've been starved for like actual characters and that they felt like real people. The wrestling scenes I thought were really good. Yeah. Did Florence Pugh do all that herself? I think she did a good chunk of it. I'm sure there's some stunt work in there. Also, she's excellent in this movie. She like, really is. She's yeah. really, really good. I mean, um, I, I love her and everything, but I thought she was like, I assume this has got to be like one of her first roles, like, or at least in a major film. Like, she, she did a great job in this movie. There's and a scene. She's really good at duplicating Paige, too. Like, her, like, in-ring manu- mannerisms and stuff. Um, yeah, I... Oh, a big fan all around, actually. I really like there was a really there's a there's a scene between Vince Vaughn and Florence Pugh where she's explaining why they didn't take her brother, and you get this sort of reveal about Vince Vaughn's history and like how he's yeah. just like there's a reason we don't take people because we don't want to ruin their lives unnecessarily. And it's kind of makes him very kind of tragic. Yeah, and, but that also when you think about Vince, like that's bullshit. Like Vince that's doesn't give a fuck about bullshit. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's whitewashing for the what? sake of making WWE look a little better. Cause Vince doesn't give a shit how many people's lives he's ruined or no. destroyed a, or crushed. And no. that's a great point. And I was thinking about that, Alec, when I was watching the movie, cause I was like, WWE had to approve this, right? Oh. So there's like no way they're going to ultimately make the WWE look bad. Yeah, and also like yeah. it doesn't really. Plus, like, do you really think that every NXT, not every NXT wrestler, every NXT hopeful 
got like their own like full suite oh, in yeah. a hotel. Like <laughs> I was, yeah, she had even. like her own apartment. Like they would be cramming them in like they, like a quad cheap, at yeah. least. They'd be like, shoving they would, them they, in yeah. the cheapest place possible. When you They'd hear probably the stories a... about how like the actual like main roster used to have to travel. Like, well, yeah, they have to pay for their own way most of the time. Yeah. At least, I don't know if it's still that way now, but like through most of WWF to E, like you'd be amazed. Like they'd have to pay for their own lodging, pay for their own car. Like they did. The WWE is a fucking like Vince is a cheap bastard that does everything he can to fuck over his workers. Um, but at, but getting back to what I was saying, like. It doesn't serve the movie any purpose to like badmouth the WWE either. Like, you got to take this just for like, you know what I mean, for pure movie sake. Like, it, they don't have time to work in the the uh, you know the complex nature of what a company WWE is. All you need to know is, you know, this was this was movie was definitely made for non wrestling fans too. You know what I mean? Like, it's just they're the pinnacle. That's all you need to know. Yeah, it was. But I mean, I, I I'm saying I'm. I'd still be very interested in the actual page, like the page documentary. I think would be probably as good, or maybe more interesting than this movie. I mean, I, I, I like this movie. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I'm sure the documentary would be more interesting, getting into sure. all the actual stuff from like her personal life. Yeah, like I want to see more of their like wrestling promotion back in England. Like I want to see like, like I thought her brother's story was like a really interesting story. Like I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I've actually like that showing that clip at the end. I I knew the story about her whole family and I've seen her mom wrestle, uh, but I I've never saw her dad or brother. I've just heard her, the stories about them. So it was kind of interesting. Uh, anything else, Alec, how'd you feel about this movie? I mean, I really enjoyed it. I saw it yeah. in the theaters when it was in the, uh, Oh, I didn't know when that. it was in the theaters a couple of years ago. I, I like, I remember Alec talking about it on the show a little bit. Like I thought it was good then. I thought it was good now. Like it's, yeah. uh, it's a fun story. Um, it's a fun story the way they tell it. Um, Paige, like, I only got to see her for a very short period of time before she re-injured herself. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. Like, she, I only got to see her wrestle, like, maybe three or four matches. Because she came back from injury. I, I, I don't know exactly what it was. I thought it was the same thing like Edge and Stone Cold had. I think it is. But Edge is, Edge is wrestling again now, so I don't know. Mm. But uh, she had some kind of neck thing, and she was out for a long time, and then it was like a huge surprise comeback a couple of years ago. And the few matches I got to see her wrestle, like, she's light years. Like, she's... Yeah, she's... Like, I know a lot of people say, like, Charlotte Flair is, like, the pinnacle for, like, women's wrestling. Like, she's trash compared... Like, Paige is... Yeah, like, she's really outstanding. Good. Yeah, and it was really, really a shame to see her have to not see her not be able to wrestle again. And they brought her back as like the general manager for a while. And yeah, found some other stuff like, for her to do, but it's just not it's not the same as wrestling. No, do you think not. she was cut short because of like basically being raised on like an independent promotion and putting like a lot of extra bumps and years on her body? Probably. Maybe I don't know, but I mean, um, who knows? Like a lot of a lot of you know people. I mean, people that are raised in this kind of situation, like they all do. Like they all start. I mean, fucking Rey Mysterio Jr. started wrestling when he was like twelve years old. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like they, they start like that's just a if you're in in like the wrestling like lineage, that's just like a, a that's just what happens. So I, I think with with a lot of wrestling injuries, it's just like sports injuries. I think well, I mean wrestling is a sport, right? Like right. It, I think it's just bad luck sometimes, you know what I mean? Like you know, you can be Bo Jackson and fucking fuck yourself up after one injury and never play again, or you know, you can weather injuries and have a long career. It, it's just bad luck, I think. I mean, I the, like that Nick when Frost, Paige like... when Paige got hurt, I'm sorry, guys. When Paige got hurt the second time, it was on a routine bump. It was like a backdrop that she just took wrong. Like, and it's you know what I mean. It's not anybody's fault. It's just it just happened. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a tough business. It's tough. yeah. Well, it wasn't like uh. Oh, what's her name that kept injuring everybody? Oh, Nia Jax. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like she was wrestling her. Funny enough, she comes from a wrestling family too. You'd never know watching her fucking matches. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, sorry guys, what were you saying? Well, I, I like that. Like Nick Frost's character, like brings that up about it's up being fake. He's like, you know, if it's fake, then how come I broke all my bones in this arm? You know, this, that, and the other. Like I like the, you know, like do they addressed that in the film? Yeah. It's not fake. It's scripted. It's scripted. It's fixed. I, I, I enjoyed that scene. So uh, the brother, Paige's brother, has a, uh, a, a fiance. Did they say fiance? It was a girlfriend. A girlfriend that he impregnated. Girlfriend yeah. that he knocked up. But she's from like a, a more like regular family. She and is. They're very proper. She is very posh. <laughs> yeah. And they, they have a family dinner to meet the wrestling family. And they're like barbarian goblins. Like. And they do this joke. They it's a running joke in the movie, but like they'll say something like really fucked up. They'll be like, "Oh, what's wrong with his fucking his like testicle?" Or no, he's like, "What's wrong with this guy's balls?" And they're like, "Dad," and he's like, "Oh, sorry, his testicles." Like they they say it, they yeah. still say it. It's just like they try to say it like the technical proper way. No, is it? He said something like, it's, it's, "Oh yeah, yeah, he got he got ringed up on his bollocks." It's like, "Dad, yeah. oh yeah, I'm sorry. sorry, balls, balls, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just ball bag." <laughs> yeah, ball bag. Yeah, I I thought that I thought those scenes were really funny. Like to Gogs's point, I kind of almost could have just a movie about them just being them. You could take out the the page wrestling angle. Like I just like those characters a lot. Like I don't know. I kind of wanted to be them on the screen more just because I enjoyed those little. I don't know those little slice of life scenes. Like I thought they were funny. And also, like I think in a movie like this, I and I think this is where Steven Merchant's kind of touch comes in those scenes in a lot of other movies would have been played like super over the top and like Nick Frost would be like farting and shit. And like it, it felt, you know what I mean? Like they're inappropriate, but like, they're like kind of like it's grounded. They're inappropriate. They're inappropriate. Inappro- like they're not being like cartoon characters. They're being like, no, they're, like, but they're, they're kind of dumb. Very, it's, it's, it's exactly how, not exactly how but close to how in real life yeah something like that would like obviously if you have your son's posh girlfriend's family over you're not going to be like farting and stuff in front of them and like right. ripping belches but you still might say stuff that is not yeah that doesn't work yeah yeah well, i mean like, we've oh, all I'm seen sorry. we've all seen the movie that you know that where it's just yeah. like oh sorry oh Come man with, like <laughs> no shirt on or scratching their balls or right right yeah, I, I did like, there's a lot, you said the no shirt thing, there's a line that cracks me up before the dinner, and the, the brother is like, dad, can you at least put on a shirt, because he's like, got like a cutoff on, 
And he's like, oh, shit, what kind of box pass did yeah. to me? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, anything else before we get into Five Knuckle Shuffles? I, it's a shame Sean wasn't on. I'd love to know his thoughts on this movie. Yeah, poor Sean. Yeah, well, you know, sucking his dad's dick is important work. Writing about sucking his dad's oh, dick. Oh, right, right, right. Well, he's got to do research, too, to, right. you know. Well, he, I mean, he's the, he's the, 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 the knowledge expert. Like, he's how much the, research does he he's need the, to do? He's the preeminent uh, East Coast scholar on sucking his own dad's dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, five knuckles shuffle can't, time. can't require that much time in the lab. <laughs> he's filling out his grant paperwork. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't, you don't want student loans. You want grants. You don't get to, you don't get to pay grants back. Mm-hmm. Get that Pell oh, Grant for sucking right. dick. Oh, we, and hey, we did get a little John Cena in this movie, which is a pleasant surprise. I was hoping yeah. he would be in the movie proper, but he just we get some WWF footage, WWE footage. Oh, also uh, a, a a a shame that we didn't get more Paul White in this movie because we love Paul White. Oh, uh, that that a, scene a with Paul, Paul White, White yeah. and a little bit of Seamus. Seamus, yeah. That Seamus Paul White scene was a lot of fun. I did like that. Paul White's really funny. Like I remember way back when, when uh, I think it was The Rock was on SNL and oh, like Mick Foley like, and Paul that was like White. Twenty years ago, that was like. But it was really funny. Yeah, it was. They were all singing. Yeah, I think Triple H might have been there too. I think Triple H was there. Yeah. Um, but uh, I love that. I love that scene. That scene. Was she fun. just like she just like nestles nestles in between the two of them. She's like. <laughs> Takes like three hot dogs. Okay, and then Vince I, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn pulls away. She's like, "I'm sorry, I thought they were free. I thought they were free. I'll pay for them." While all the other people are eating all the fancy food, she's eating the hot dogs. But here's the thing that bothered me about that scene: she doesn't put anything on the hot dogs. Like, what is up with that? Who? Well, she didn't. She didn't get a chance. Get a chance. He, he like uh, pulled her away. Yeah. Like Vince Vaughn pulled her away to meet the rock i don't know why i thought about this but like you guys remember the flight of the concords episode where uh brett had to get a job and one of them was like to hold a sign to a hot dog cart yeah and at one point murray asked him like how many sauces and i don't i don't know why i find it funny to consider like ketchup and mustard a sauce i mean they are but like i don't know i love that show she's pretty great how much is a hot dog two dollars how many sauces two Mm, probably should be three then. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I didn't. You didn't have any gigs, so I had to get a job. Yeah, but you can't do the gigs if you got a job. Yeah, but you didn't have any gigs. That's why I got a job. Hmm. Classic chicken and egg situation. <laughs> free, free condoms from the big condom. Oh my god, that show! Bring it back. That you know what of all the, the things getting revived, bring back Flight of the Concords. I would love. They that. don't. They don't want to. I know. I know. They they got burned out trying to write too many songs. I can't imagine it was easy. And all those songs are really good, by the way. Like, yeah, I, I love those guys. Those songs are great. Well, like you know what? If any show's gonna gonna go away, I'm okay with it being that show where they were like, we're just too burned out. We yeah. can't. We can't keep making this quality of show. Yeah, yeah. With this fair. quality of songs over such a period of time, there's just not enough topics. I just loved. I just like the show so much. Yeah, I mean yeah. the show's fantastic. It still uh, holds up too. It's still very funny. Gogs, five knuckle shuffles. Um, I'm gonna give this a seven. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. Uh, I thought 
The cast was excellent. I thought the story was the story's good. I like I turns out I really like a sports story. I like a like a like an underdog tale. I guess who doesn't? I guess that's why they keep making them. But uh, this is a good underdog tale, and I'm and it's well acted. It's well made. I think there's um. I guess the real the only shame of it is I I like we said before I think the real story like like the act like an actual documentary would be I think more compelling and I I would really like to see that and if those tapes I mean clearly those clips all exist if those tapes exist somewhere in some sort of edited like form like kind of like high on crack street like the story about uh, Mickey Ward's brother like that I want like give me more of that um but no. Nick Frost's great in it. Lena Headley great in it. Florence Pugh's great in it. The guy who is not Simon Pegg is great in it. Um, it's fun. It's a fun and it's a tight movie. I think it's only like an hour and a half. It's yeah, it's perfect length. Um, so yeah, it's a seven. It's 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 a it's a it's a good film. It's the it's the best thing we've watched this month so far. That's for damn sure. Easily suck it, money plane. Yeah, TJ. Uh, it's gonna be an eight for me, dog. I really enjoyed this movie. And I, I, you know, I sometimes have trouble uh, getting into movies where it's just like, you know, obviously I know how it ends. But, like, I really got caught up in the story, and uh, I really liked all the characters. Again, I thought it was funny. I didn't think it was – I think it was, like, the kind of funny that I wish more movies shot for, where it's – it just seems to be kind of naturally funny and not just, like, slapsticky and goofy and, like, overdone. Um. But I really enjoyed it. I uh, I liked it a lot. I thought that they, I thought that they did a really good job of showing wrestling to people that don't understand wrestling. Like I think mm-hmm. you could follow this movie, and I think it was a good portrayal of pro wrestling. Like I, which is not always handled very well. I mean, see fucking Ready to Rumble. Um, mm. <laughs> there was a few little things, like little movie things, that I was kind of. I thought were kind of stupid. Like they kept, there was several lines in the movie about how Paige was like ugly or mannish, which I'm like, yeah, I'm like, get out. I, I mean, in the, in the, uh, in the confines of the film, Florence Pugh is, is a, is not that at all. And neither is Paige in real life. Like you're telling me that the horny incels at an NXT tape are going to be like, what's this guy doing on the, in the ring? Yeah. Like, where my, where'd my boner go? Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, I, I mean, I don't know. It's a movie. I get it. Like I get what they're going for. Like she looked different than the rest of the girls, but like, let's face it. Like one of the reasons that she got signed is because she's hot. Like, I mean, it, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not stepping on anybody's toes by saying that. But like, you know, yep, it, that, yeah. it, it's the WWE. I mean, they 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 definitely go for for uh, aesthetic appeal. But I I really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed this movie more than I expected to. Um, I I thought it was great. I really did. I think this is like one of those movies that like I don't know. I think every this is kind of like a crowd pleaser. I think you could kind of show this to anybody. Oh, actually. Can, can I ask a question as you said that yeah. real quick? I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Sure. Would this movie, in 10 years, does this movie hold up because the people watching it won't have known about this era of wrestling? I mean... Because I was like, it's, it's very, like, referential to, like, that time period. But I don't think you really even need to know any of that shit. I mean, it's okay. kind of like dressing, right? Like, they just kind of... They put it all there, but, like, I feel like the con for the context of the story, it's so focused around Paige... And, like, more about 
like I guess I guess you need to know who the Rock is, but really their reactions to the Rock explain in context that he's a big deal. You but everyone I mean? knows like, who the Rock is. Well, I know, but, but I'm like the saying, John Cena bit, like the Sheamus really, bit, like, but like seeing the Miz, like. But like there, but again, you're gauging the reaction of the characters, right? Like you right. don't even need to know that it's who those people are. Like they just, you know what I mean? They, they right. I don't know. I think I think it'd be fine. I think that like I really do think that Stephen Merchant went into this and was like, "I'm going to make a good movie. I'm not going to make like a movie." for wrestling fans i'm just gonna make a good movie and i think that it carries through with that like uh i don't know again i really enjoyed it i was uh very very pleasantly surprised and uh shout out to florence Pugh and shout out to Paige. both have incredible dumpers well they're (laughs) the same they're the same person they're the same person that's true yeah but uh, yeah, uh, loved Paige. Paige, uh, truly a shame that she got hurt when she did, because like, you know, she was she had to wrestle in a lot of fucking Nikki Bella matches, and that's just not fair to her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it, super it, stiff. And it's a shame for like us because if we yeah. had Paige this whole time, we probably wouldn't have had Charlotte Flair shoved down our throats, win the belt quite as times. quite as much. Yeah. Mm. But uh, anyway, who's left? Alec. Alec. Uh, I'm also gonna give this an eight. It's a it's a fun movie. Um, there's probably a little bit of fat you could cut out of it, but eh, it's it's no, nothing that's distracting or or takes away from it. Yeah. Um, the performances are all great. Like everybody said, the performances are all great. Um, they could have. I feel like. If they needed to add something to it, it was more time with her in training with the other women. Because you got yeah. a bunch of it. You get a bunch of it at first where she's clearly the expert. They don't know anything. And then they hate her. Or not hate her. You think they hate her. But really, they're just concerned about other things. Um, and then she's, and- ready to, <clears throat> she's ready to leave because she hates everything. And then she comes back, and they make up like that. Like I would have yeah, liked to see more, more of an that. more of an arc with that. Because mm-hmm. um, then they show her like working with them and training them, and they do these like double suicide dives that Vince Vaughn keeps telling them, "Just take it out. You keep, you're not going to get it." Yeah. And it shows that they she's taking them kind of under their wing and showing them the wrestling side, and they've kind of taken her under their wing to show her the like showmanship. Yeah, that she yeah. needs. I would. I would have liked to have seen more of that, but I mean, that's a small. Like I, I couldn't I even. I couldn't. I couldn't even name the other three women. Well, I was like, going to ask they, you guys were that. Like, so were they real? No, were those I, real NXT women that you guys knew of? No, I, don't I think, think they so. were based on some, but like I, I couldn't even yeah. tell you what their names were in the for the sake of the movie because they gave I, them so little to do. Well, the whole time I was thinking that. Uh, I was like, is Vince Vaughn supposed to be based off, I think his name was Paul D'Amata. Uh, you might remember him as WCW wrestler Hugh Morris. Oh, um, yeah. Hugh Morris he, was uh, Bill Goldberg's first victim. That's right. Uh, and, well, he... Get it, Gogs? His name was Hugh Morris. And he was... And he, he came had, out He came out with a, like a jumpsuit gesture. with, like, question yeah. marks and... Oh, uh, God. Okay. Over it. God. 
damn it. Okay. Paul, yeah. I think his name was Paul Damata. But anyway, he was like the head trainer for WWE for years. And he got, he basically got me too'd. And also, like, he abused like a ton of people. So I was like, oh, that's not good. No, it's terrible. Uh, but I wonder, I was like, is that who Vince Vaughn was like supposed to be? Because he is in that role. Like, it's kind of interesting. But I then his nickname was Sex Tape because well, he was famous. Well, then again, like, the Vince Vaughn, like, and this is me coming in knowing too much about wrestling, but, like, the Vince Vaughn oh, character I just, is, go ahead, Alex, sorry. I was going to say, I didn't, like, it's, it's very weird in a Page movie that they would have nicknamed him Sex Tape. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even put that, well, that together until you just said that. That's so... Well, that didn't, that didn't, that controversy didn't happen until after this movie came out. No, it happened, this movie only came out like two years ago. Oh, really? This happened, that, that happened, yeah. that happened before, that would, that happened in like 2017. Bless up those sex tapes, god damn. Like, um, that's, I didn't even put that together, that's a weird thing to keep in the movie. Is, Unless, yeah. I mean, maybe Stephen Merchant just didn't have a clue, like, he's just like, yeah, didn't know all the other stuff that went on. But, um. But, yeah, it's weird. I didn't think about that either. But like what I was saying is that Vince Vaughn is kind of an amalgamate because they have they have agents that like go after talent and then they have trainers like there there's like a team of people. Like there's not like one guy that does all that shit. So, but again, I can see why you'd streamline that into one character for the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense. But Yeah, and it helps the audience along. You you don't got to memorize two or three people. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's uh, fighting with my family. A, yeah, a, it's a, a certified good ass movie. It's fun. No, yeah, it's I, not because Gogs gave it a seven. Oh, way to go, Gogs! I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna stand by. I'm not gonna retroactively give it an eight now just to make it a certified good ass movie. But one of y'all can make it a nine. Hmm. No, I mean I'm happy with my eight. I think it. I think it's. It deserves eight territory. I think eight's a fair. A fair. Assessment. Nine. Nine. You're. You're starting to creep on like into like perfection territory almost, and yeah. so this isn't perfect. Like I, I have, I have criticisms. This movie has faults. <laughs> like honestly, The Rock produced it. Like it's a seven bucks production. Like you didn't like he wouldn't even needed to be in this movie except the fact he wanted to be because yeah. it's his production. He company. felt he felt a little shoehorned in. If I'm going to be honest, but I, mean, I, yeah. I didn't well, I think... mind. To, to your, someone raised the question earlier. Do we think he had anything to do with Page's no story? A hundred percent, no. Like, there's I doubt, no. like I don't, I don't know if that story of them meeting him is true, like in Cardiff or wherever they were. Mm. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I can't imagine that of all the people at WrestleMania that would have told her you're wrestling the next night. Like, it would have just been the Rock. Like, it probably would have been Vince Vaughn's character. Like, yeah, right. He's her like mentor, her confidant, her trainer. Like he would have been the one to tell her. I would imagine. Like, yeah, of course. Unless I things agree. Run, are run totally differently than I know of, which I mean, maybe they are. Like when they gave KO the belt in that uh, four way match, he didn't even know he was winning the title till Triple H told him like during the match. Well, Vince, Vince is notorious for like changing shit literally while people are what they call in gorilla right before they go out on on the stage. Like that's they so yeah, WWE is run very strange. Yeah, can you imagine going out to wrestle a match and the end the the finale gets changed during the match 
That'd be like yeah, at well. the very end of the match. Did you ever see that, Gogs? No. It was yeah. KO, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and somebody else okay. for the vacant for the vacant title. I think it was when Finn Balor it was, wanted yeah. and then hurt his shoulder hurt immediately. Yeah. It was a four way for the title. Uh, Triple H comes in. And everybody assumes he's helping Seth Rollins because he was his guy at the time. Mm-hmm. And he pedigrees Seth Rollins in front of KO. And KO is just sitting in the corner like, what the fuck? And, and Triple then, H yeah. is pointing at him, screaming at him to pin him. Yeah. And he goes and pins him. And, like, apparently he had no idea until that moment that he was going to win the title. Wow. Yeah, fucking yeah. wild. There's, like, recordings of him calling his family as soon as the match is over. Oh, them, like, all that. going nuts. Hmm. All right. Well, we don't know what we're going to watch next week because Sean's not here and it's Sean's oh, that's pick. His pick, right? Yeah. What we'll did he he said something. I can't remember what it was. I want to watch uh, Vendetta. Yeah, he wanted oh. to watch Vendetta, which I'm against because we already reviewed it. I don't. I don't. So what? Uh, we did. We honestly, we need to do a month at some point where we review movies, redo movies that we potentially think. The mark might have moved on since then. Uh, maybe. I Agreed. Guess. I really, I don't know. I don't. Do like there are some. I, I would have to go back and look, but I'm sure there are some movies from early on when I started doing it that if we rewatched them now, we'd probably think way differently than we did back then. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm like, oh, this isn't bad. This is this is pre cosmic sin. Do, like, yeah, yeah. This is this is a mess. Do we uh, do we have a July? Because Gogs came up with a really good July. Well, I had suggested for like all summer we just do speed movies for like three straight months, but <laughs> like because uh, like racing racing type movies. What was the just what what is the 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 title? What is I just the, this summer of speed. The summer of speed. It's not bad. Gogs well, had yeah. Gaba Gulai, which is we just watch old mob mobster movies. <laughs> I like that a lot. Well, we're either gonna get summer speed or gabagulai, dear listeners. So we can still well, we, do, we could do both. We have message in a bottle, which was TJ's. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a good one. TJ's pick, but then you said Matt McCormick has suggested Maze of Thunder for yeah. do, just do the racing movies in a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do that too, or we I, or we could still do summer speed. I mean, there, there's we have several months months of summer, so well. Yeah, we still got June and August. Yeah, we could do it in June. And then July, we could do Gabagulai. We don't have an August yet. We'll think of it. We'll figure it out. All right, everybody. That's the show. Eat your own ass. Hope you found some Easter eggs. In your your ass. In your ass. Mm. Yeah, I hope you you have one of those weird... uh, Alien uh, impregnator dildos that you put. Oh, my. You never seen those? Oh, I have. Yeah. I just hope people don't have them. He was, he was taken off guard and aroused at the same time. <laughs> that was a fun emotion I just experienced. I, I was scared. Now I'm about to come. What the hell? Uh, all right, everybody. Night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>